So what does the future of real estate look like with blockchain technology, NFTs? What does that look like for uh, the investor and for the real estate agent? We're going to talk about that on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Everybody, welcome to this episode of Real Estate Revenue. I'm your host, Paul Airy. And uh, before we get started, we're going to introduce a little rebranding here coming up in the future. Uh, Still haven't quite decided if we're completely changing the name of the podcast or just adding a second podcast, but uh, our Financial Momentum podcast will be coming out soon and going to broaden our our scope of uh, discussion topics and have some interviews and uh, kind of uh, actually uh, evolve the podcast into something better. So I look forward to that and I hope you do too. So in this episode... We're going to talk about uh, what real estate is going to look like in five to 10 years. It's going to be completely different. The entire landscape of real estate is going to change, and it's time to start learning about that and time to uh, plan on changing with it. So what's going to happen? Well, first of all, technology is what's driving this change. Um and it's kind of, it could be good news for real estate agents, but if you don't, uh, if you don't get on the bandwagon now, if you don't start learning about what's coming up, it's going to be seriously bad news for you because the whole need for a real estate agent is changing. It's changing rapid. It's already changed in the last five years. You know, when I first started in real estate, uh, we had to do all the property searches. We took people uh, to each property, and uh, basically we we did all the legwork for them, and we still do to some extent, but nowadays clients come to me with the properties already picked out. They've already uh, done the research. They have access in commercial real estate. They have access to the same uh, same uh, websites, the same technology that we as brokers and agents have, uh, now with residential, it's not quite there yet, but I'd say we're probably 90% there with realtor.com getting their feed directly off MLS. Um, there's not much that the client can't do that real estate agents can do short of contracts. Real estate is a contract centric business and the entire operation runs on contracts. So how do, what does that have to do with blockchain and NFTs? Well, the blockchain is contracts. Uh, that's the whole point of it is smart contracts. Um, that blockchain technology can conceivably and probably will replace the current 
paper contracts, the DocuSign contracts, uh, all of that is going to change. And it's not just real estate agents that are going to have to change with it. Title companies, in fact, title companies may even cease to exist if they don't well, there's no may or maybe about it. They will cease to exist if they don't adapt. If they don't figure out how to use that technology to their benefit. Uh, they just won't, there won't be a need for them anymore. Uh, title searches on the old properties. That's still something you need a title company for. Uh, once that goes on the blockchain, once those contracts and the proof of ownership goes on a blockchain platform, on a, uh, uh, you know, there are several of those out there, Ethereum, Cardano, um, uh, several others. Uh, I'm not that familiar with all of those, but I know those two in particular. Uh, so those are platforms that uh, uh, cater to uh, proof of ownership. And that's what real estate is all about. Contracts and deeds if you don't have a deed, you don't have a property, right? So real estate agent writes the contracts for the buyer and the seller. That contract gets signed. Uh, in other words, executed. It goes to a title company. Uh, that's when the escrow period starts. The title company takes the contracts, takes the earnest money. And uh, whenever... Whenever that closing date comes up, the title company has already done their title searches. They've done their title policy, and they have uh, made everything ready for uh, for closing, for the transfer of ownership. Now, the, every, every title company is going to have an attorney that does all these documents, the legal documents, and uh, signs off on them. Um, and then their closer comes in and gets all the documents signed and notarized. And then it goes off to the county to where it's, uh, where the deed is recorded. The transaction is recorded and you are issued a deed. And, um, all of that will be simplified and, and done away with. Basically it will all be done through blockchain, blockchain technology. Uh, I'm not sure yet how they're going to record a deed at the courthouse, but I'm sure that uh, the county courthouses will have their blockchain platform access set up to where they can record all deeds on that, if that's even going to be necessary. I mean, that may not even be necessary. Uh, but, you know, state governments may require that to be necessary. So that's that's a big variable in this we don't know what the state governments are going to do every state's different when it comes to real estate every state has their own real estate commission they make the rules for their state what happens in one state doesn't necessarily happen in all states you may have some states that drag their feet on this and i hope that my state texas i hope it's not one of them i hope it keeps up i hope i'm pretty sure they probably will but just be on the lookout for the time when you no longer need a title company for much of anything. Somebody's going to have to write a title policy. Somebody will have to do, somehow the title search will have to be done to make sure that there are no liens on the property, that the person selling it legally owns it and has the right to sell it. And then once that's done, the deed gets, you know, the deed's going to get recorded. Um, 
and the state or county governments may have their own blockchain. They may have their own platform and record these deeds that way. Uh, but once that's done, the, the title company's work is cut down to almost zero. There's not a whole lot they need to do. And the same is going to be true of the real estate agent. It's already cut way down. We have become a group of people that uh, are basically tour guides. <laughs> we, we do guided tours of properties that are for sale. Now, in, in the commercial realm, uh, I get, because I deal with investors, I have my clients, my regular clients, I get asked for advice and I give investment, I give real estate investing advice to my investor clients. Um, that's because of the relationship I have with them and that will probably not stop. But the whole mechanics of how a deal works is going to change. And, uh, and really... I have to say, real estate agents have kind of brought this on themselves. Not because of their fees, because their fees really aren't that high. I mean, 5 or 6% to sell a property, uh, that is not too outlandish. Uh, I think that's a fair, fair commission. And, of course, some people will say, well, yeah, you'd say that because you're a broker and, you, you know, you want to charge that much. But really, it's, it's not that bad. 6%, when you think about it, is not that bad. And in some cases, that gets negotiated down if it's a really large property and, and certain things take place that reduce the amount of work an agent has to do. You know, sometimes it'll get negotiated down, but usually it's it's right around average around six percent nationwide. And uh, some markets are different, of course. Uh, but uh, so it's not the fees that's going to be causing this. It's it's the time it takes to buy a property. The time to purchase a property will be, especially in commercial real estate, will be drastically reduced. If you think about it, uh, normal commercial deals that I deal with will usually take typically never less than 30 days. Usually the shortest deal that I would ever work with is a 45 day closing. And that's extremely fast. Usually it's 60 to 90 days. And in some cases it goes out to 120 days and sometimes even longer if it needs to be extended. And that happens. Residential deals, it's usually 30 days or less, but those purchase times are going to be drastically reduced because of the title search time to the time reduction in title searches because of the amount of volume that can be handled um, right now uh, in Texas, we're required to give the title company at least 20 days to produce a title policy. And I routinely see contracts where they, they write in 10 days or five days, something stupid like that. And I guess a lot of agents just don't realize we're required to do 20 days and so I always put 20 days on my contracts and sometimes they don't make it in 20 days. If it's a busy market and they have a lot of closings, they're not going to make it in 20 days. But that's one of the bottlenecks that's going to disappear. Now we're still going to have bottlenecks of surveys and appraisals and, and the loan process and all that. 
Um, but over time, that stuff will shake itself out. We'll have, uh, uh, we'll, we will have a drastically reduced closing time when this is all done. Ten years from now, you will probably be able to buy a property within a few days. Uh, I think it will go that fast, say a week, maybe within a week. Uh, that sounds ambitious, but uh, I believe that that's where we're going. And uh, as long as they can get the uh, the other bottlenecks taken care of, I think we'll have seven to ten day closings, which can mean a lot. There's actually opportunity there when you can have a closing that fast. And uh, if especially if you're in the business of buying and selling, which is uh, a fun business to be in. I can tell you that you know, buying real estate and then uh, turning around and selling it to, to somebody else who has a, uh, that's something I have done. And, you know, usually end up making a lot of cash doing that. And uh, it's really fun. because For me, the fun in real estate is making the deal. It's not necessarily, I mean, I enjoy the rental income a lot, but I enjoy making the deal. And that's part of why I became a broker. I, I, I get to make other people's deals. You know, it's not just my properties that are getting bought. I'm uh, making these deals happen for other people. And that's a lot of fun. And I really enjoy that. And that's, that's the attraction to being a broker or being an agent is you get to spend somebody else's money on a property and you walk away with a nice commission without spending a dime of your own money. And, but you still get that thrill of making that deal, doing, going through the negotiating process, setting up, uh, helping them with setting up their financing and figuring out what to do with the property. Uh, all of those things play into that uh, for brokers. But if we brokers and agents aren't careful, we are going to find ourselves without a business. We're going to find ourselves out of business. And we're going to have to figure out something else to do. Now, if it ever comes down to the point where we don't need agents at all, uh, I mean, to be honest, that would probably be a relief to me. I wouldn't have to worry about the stupid license renewals every two years and taking courses. And I mean, we're constantly having to take courses, uh, continuing education credits. And unfortunately, most of those courses are the same thing every two years, the same courses word for word. And they don't change much. They may add a paragraph or they may add um, an extra page or something to the course. And it's getting kind of old doing that for the last 12 years. So I won't be too upset if they completely do away with real estate agents or brokers. I can get, I can, I'm okay with that. I can deal with that. But... Some people who don't manage change as much as much as I do, as well as I do, they're not going to like that very much. Um, I've been through a lot of career changes in my life. I've had a lot of business uh, businesses that I've owned, and um, yeah, it's not a big deal to me. But when somebody else uh, who's been doing it for twenty or thirty years comes along and they don't know what they're going to do, uh, and they haven't adapted and found a way to uh, uh, profit from this change, then they're the ones that are, that's going to be sad for them. 
So if you're in that position, if you're a real estate agent, right now, start learning about blockchain and NFTs. Uh, those are the two things that are going to put you out of business. And uh, if you're not careful. Now, if you learn about them, you figure out a way to, to um, figure out a way to exploit those for real estate, you can probably multiply your income in real estate from that. Now, what are NFTs going to be used for? So blockchain in general is going to be used for contracts, deed recordings, that kind of thing, proof of ownership. What about NFTs? Well, an NFT is a represent, representation of something. And right now, uh, I've seen them used for concert tickets, uh, event tickets. You buy an NFT, it's issued to you, you have it on your phone, you go up to the door and you show your you show your cell phone, you show the NFT and and you are the only one that has that unique NFT. It's like having a, a ticket with a number on it. And it's something that can't be copied, can't be reproduced. There's only one of them, and you have it. And in some cases, those NFTs that are used for tickets are used for things beyond the event, um, like maybe special deals. I know Gary Vaynerchuk has his... Uh, uh, what's it called? V friends or Gary V friends or something like that. He has his group of NFTs and he sells these to people and they get, they get the, those people into all these events that he has also get some discounts on merchandise and, and all kinds of things. So in the real estate world, say you have a $10 million office building and you really need to sell it. You don't want to sell it, but you're having difficulty getting it refinanced. Uh, you need some cash. Or let's say you're buying a $10 million property. And you don't have the cash that you need to pay up front for the down payment on that property. Maybe $3 million, $5 million. They may want 30 to 50% up front. Your lender may want that much. So what do you do? Uh, well, you can do a syndication deal. You can get people to invest little pieces here and there. But wouldn't it be easy if you could sell the NFTs? Let's say uh, $3 million is what you need. And you can sell an NFT for $10,000. And you sell enough of those. How many would that take to make $3 million? Whatever it is. Um you sell those off in $10,000 chunks. Now that NFT gives that person ownership in your building, a certain share, a certain percentage. Uh, now, if, if you went through a syndication deal and people invested money into it, they could be stuck in that investment. They may not be able to liquidate their share, but if you do it with NFTs, they can uh, say, maybe just as an example, a year later, somebody needs, say they bought five shares in your building. So they got $50,000 invested in it. Now the value of your building's gone up. Let's say it's gone up from uh, 10 million to 15 million. And that's doable. Um, so now that's a 50% increase. So now their $50,000 investment it's worth 75000 right? And they decide they, they need the cash for something. 
They may have a medical expense, some emergency, or maybe they just found a better investment and they want to go, they want to buy something on their own. Well, now they have that NFT, they can, those NFTs, those five NFTs, they can just sell them. And the cool thing is you as the creator of that NFT can get paid again on those when they sell. You can create your NFT to have a built-in royalty payment to you. So you may, out of another, say out of uh, $75,000 that they've sold it for, maybe you get $5,000 back out of that. And every time somebody sells one of those NFTs, you get a small percentage back paid to you. It goes on forever. So why not do it that way? There's a company right now, um, wish I could remember their name, but they do it with houses. Uh, it's not necessarily NFTs, but it's fractionalized real estate ownership. And there are some other companies out there that do that, uh, do it with commercial buildings. But uh, I don't know that anyone's using the NFT route yet, but it's coming. It will happen. And if you know the technology, if you have uh, the knowledge to make those NFT deals work, uh, then you can have a very nice, very nice real estate income, very nice investment income from your real estate. And um, you will be ahead of the game. And in, believe me, in 10 years, that stuff's going to be happening. That will be normal in 10 years. If you don't learn it now, you're going to be out of real estate. You're not going to be in the real estate business. You won't be in at the point where you're making decisions. You're going to be one of these passive investors. And there's nothing wrong with passive investing, but do you want to be a passive investor? You're going to be somebody who doesn't make the decisions. You're going to be somebody who who just sticks their money in and lets somebody else worry about it. If you know, if you're an investor now, if you own real estate, if you own the property and you manage it and you get rental income off of it, and, or if you're a real estate agent or broker, you need to learn this technology or you will be out of business in 10 years. That's the hard truth. It sucks, but actually it's, you're going to be much better off than you are now. Trust me, in 10 years you will be, you could, you could be incredibly wealthy compared to what you are now. If you learn that and all it takes is some time and some, uh, few brain cells and, uh, uh, you know, spend a little time every day learning about NFTs, about blockchain. And when the time comes, you'll be ready to go. Other people will be playing catch up and you're going to be ready to go. You're going to be the one teaching them. And they're going to be coming to you, wanting you to pay them or wanting to pay you. They're going to be wanting to pay you. Uh, that's where your value is still going to be, uh, still going to be there as a broker because now you're going to know how to run these NFT deals. And now you're going to know how the blockchain works. And there are going to be people out there who didn't take the time to learn it, who didn't want to learn it, they still don't want to learn it. They just want to do it. So they're going to come to you and pay you to do it for them. So that's where we're going with real estate. And um, uh, I I hope that you you get interested in that technology because uh, if you're an investor or an agent, you're going to need it. Um, It's just like accountants. When computers came out with accounting software, 
A lot of them didn't want to learn it. A lot of them wanted to use a ledger book. Remember those old ledger books and you write down in columns, it looks like an Excel spreadsheet on paper and you write it out by hand. Well, a lot of accountants, you know, they didn't want to learn that. They didn't want to learn how to do it on a computer and they're gone. They don't, they left. They had, they didn't stick around. They were no longer in business. And the ones who stuck around, the ones who learned it, they're the ones that are still, still have an accounting firm. They're the ones that are still in business and uh, they're the ones that, that profited from that. So, uh, so here we go again. Another industry totally changed, turned upside down. And hopefully, and I think it will be for the better. So let's get into it. Get started. Do it now. Don't wait. And that's about it for this episode. And I will see you next time on Real Estate Revenue. <music>